You know, have you ever had one of those weeks where, or even a day, everything's going along swimmingly, you're like, yeah, life is good, all of a sudden, BAM! Something happens. Hey, it's Tracy Brayman, welcome to another episode of Your Success at Last Tips to Improve Performance. You know, I, I was having one of those weeks, actually, I was having two of those weeks, everything was cruising along pretty good, and all of a sudden, Friday, BAM! Something happened, and my podcast to you didn't get out, and you heard me uh, get it out to you finally on Sunday, and then BAM! It repeated again yesterday. So here we are, Tuesday night. I think I've got it fixed. I think I've got it nailed down. Um, it just, you know, sometimes you've just got to brainstorm solutions, and that's what we're going to talk about today. It's inspired my topic for today. I mean, I've been so uh, focused on trying to fix this booger and that's an, that's a that's a technical term, ladies and gentlemen. I don't always pick my boogers, but sometimes my boogers pick me. Well, I don't pick my boogers, but sometimes my boogers pick me. Yeah, something gone in there and boogered everything up, and I think I've got it fixed now. So here we are. We're gonna talk about about facing your enemy and brainstorming solutions. You know, because uh, as you've probably mentioned before, over the course of my life and my my childhood and my adult life, the military has played a pretty significant role. I mean, what with my father being a 20-plus year military man and me growing up all over the world, and I was lucky enough to uh, to do a tour of duty myself in the service, and, and very proud of that fact. And grew up all over, got to meet a lot of different kinds of people. But no matter what your your personal opinion about those who serve in the military, and I, I do hope you you hold a certain level of pride for those men and women that serving their armed forces of whatever great country you, you happen to listen to. I know a majority of my listeners here in the United States, and but I have a lot in the UK and Canada and even oh, uh, Africa and India, if I looked at the map correctly. But you have to admit, this environment, the military environment, teaches you a lot of things that you can apply to various roles in your life, be it relationship, business, or just your personal life. And a lot of the key lessons I learned in the military growing up, as well as my time in the military itself, I, I applied in my, my personal and my, my business career a lot. And one of those such lessons, and I'm not going to talk about the ones I talked about last week, but there's another one. It's facing your enemy. There's one, only one way you'll ever be able to defeat an enemy, and that is to face him. You're going to have to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with your enemy. Uh, and when you do, here's one of the cool things. They begin to appear a little less intimidating. And as you stand up and puff your chest out, right, they seem a little less intimidating. And as you glare them down, they seem even less intimidating. They begin to diminish in their ability to impose that original amount of fear and anxiety that they, they gave in your heart. They often lose all their ability to strike fear in the hearts of men. Uh, to quote an old radio show from way back when. So you think about there's a there's a number of tactics you can can't even use to make this even more so, um, and it, that's what I'm here to talk about today. Um, I'm flying off the seat of my pants because literally minutes ago fixed my my boogered up problem, and so here I figured all right I've got it fixed. I want to go ahead and get this show out to my folks right away. Let them know I haven't disappeared on them that I'm still here ready to talk to them. So um, we're going to go through a brainstorming process. Now this brainstorming process can be done. Um, alone, it can be done solo. So if you're dealing with some personal problems or some uh, solopreneur problems or entrepreneur problems, and you're you're having to solve them alone, this the same process works uh, in solo as well as in a group of people. Because here's the thing: studies have shown, and I've read a number of those studies, that groups of people. Uh, I'm not talking about a group. I'm talking about you know, a group of 
five, ten participants, right? It's about the best size for your for your brainstorming activities. And studies have shown that any given number of people working on the same problem are going to generate fifty percent more effective ideas, right? They're going to come up with you know twice as many ideas. And I was sitting in a conference, gosh, oh. Four or five years ago, and, and someone was doing a great little brainstorming idea, and they literally they sat a, uh, a styrofoam cup. Actually, there was already a styrofoam cup sitting in front of each one of the places on the table, and we were sitting around tables, probably six to eight people per table, and each one of us had a uh, a cup sitting there, a styrofoam cup. And the, uh, the the facilitator at one point in the in the meeting said, "Okay, here's what I want you to do: on your own, no peeking." I want you to come up with as many uses for that styrofoam cup as you can. Now, luckily, um, me being the pretty creative guy that I am, ha, 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 maybe, oh, I just hurt myself, patting myself on the back there. Oh, the cramp in my shoulder. Anyway, um, I was able to come up with a lot of ideas. And actually, I, I stumbled across that list not too long ago, um, just having moved from Pennsylvania to Ohio. And it just made me think about that. And I literally filled up a sheet of eight and a half by eleven lined paper, college ruled paper, uh, on two rows. So I had two columns of ideas on the front and probably about halfway down the back. So I had a long list of ideas because I've been doing this a long time, problem solving and creative brainstorming, right? But I digress. The idea is I wanted to drive home is that as you use this process over and over again, you'll get really, really good at it, right? So don't don't be uh, don't be crushed if it doesn't work. Oh, Chase said it was a great idea, but. I didn't get a whole lot out of it. Um, keep trying it. Keep trying it. <laughs> Trust me, it works really, really well. And when I was able to, uh, so the idea of the uh, of the, uh, the the process at the at the meeting I was at was come up with as many ideas as you could alone, and then you brainstorm together as a group with how many ideas you had. Now a few of the other people at the table had ideas I hadn't come up with. So if you you know cum all those together, we had you know like two or three sheets of ideas together. So here's what I want to do. I'm going to take you through the process. I mean, I know I'm babbling on quite a bit here, so I'll make sure I give you the, the, the brainstorming process you can go through. And then you can, again, you can go through this, this process uh, alone or with a, with a group of folks. So the first step is to define the problem. No matter how big or how small it is, you need to clearly define what the problem is. You want to create a statement of the problem you're trying to solve for. And when you're Defining the problem, don't define this big, ominous problem. You want to come up with something to focus on. Um, one thing I remember when I was back in my Coca-Cola days, we were trying to drive up our fill rate. Okay, How do we drive up our fill rate was the problem. Okay, it wasn't. Oh, how do we keep? How do we stay more in stock? Or how do we do this? Or how do we do that? It was how do we drive up our fill rate? Now everyone was focused on that. Now mind you, there was probably lots of things driving that problem, but everyone was focused on that one solution. So make a clear statement and and then write it out. Now everyone is focused, or you're clearly focused on that one problem. It does a couple of things. It kind of clears your head, takes it off that hanger. Uh, that mind hanger I, I've told you about in the past and, and sets it out there for you so you can always look at it and read it. Now, um, if you're if you're doing this alone, uh, one of these one of the things I want you to do is kind of list um, a number of names or organizations that can help you with your problem, and this may help you think like them, um, which is another tactic you can do, um, or it help you then 
turn around and instead of thinking like them, you could literally call them, send them an email, whatever, Skype them, whatever tactic you want to use, and ask them for some solutions. But while you're going through your, your problem-solving idea by yourself, and, and when you get those solutions, when you're talking to them or Skyping with them, be sure to take notes. I can't tell you how many times I've heard about people say, well, I called them up, but I forgot what they told me. Take notes, right? Keep a, keep a recorder with you. So many people have uh, smartphones nowadays that have voice note-taking abilities on there. Anyway, so back to our brainstorming uh, tactic. So now you've got your problem clearly defined, clearly written out. Now sit back, reread that statement, and now let the ideas flow. And here, there's, there's four rules you have to remember when it comes to brainstorming. There are four basic rules. These cannot be broken or the flow kind of stops. It's like a river. You break one of these and a dam kind of pops up in front of you. Rule number one, there's no negative thinking allowed. The wilder the idea is, the better. If someone in your group or you catch yourself saying, oh, that's a bad idea, stop. Don't. Just write it down. If it gets crazy, fine. Get crazy. Can you remember being a kid saying, wow, wouldn't it be great to have a unicorn? Yes, it would. A unicorn with wings. Yes. Unicorn with wings and purple spots. Yes. Unicorn with wings and purple spots and gold hooves. Yes. Let them go. Let them go. Suspend judgment. That's rule number two. Ideas are going to be judged later. Right? This is all about idea generation. Right? You want a large number of ideas. That's rule three. Right? And then rule four kind of comes from the first three. Combination and improvement ideas are what you're really after. So rule one, no negative thinking. Rule number two, suspend judgment. Rule number three, you want a large number of ideas. Rule number four, combine and improve. All right? You really want to write everything down, and especially if you're in a group of folks. Because what's going to happen is, is you're going to say, hey, here's my idea. And someone's going to say, here's my idea. And the third person is going to say, here's my idea. And the fourth person, who may not have had idea originally, has heard the first three ideas. And then they come up with one, either as a combination of the three they've heard, or it just sparks their own creative juices. And just you just keep writing. And you'll begin to find that as you're hearing other ideas, your mind starts to follow theirs. And you go down a different path. right? And then you start combining, oh, wow, let's... If we, that idea by itself, I think, could be improved by this, or by putting these two together, by smushing and molding and like Play-Doh and having fun with it, right? So start just writing them all down. Now, after you've gone and set yourself a time limit for it, say, hey, we're going to do this for about 30 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, and just write, 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 no judging, right? Just let them go. Be wild. Be crazy. Laugh. Have a good time. Who cares? And then when the time limit's over, stop, right? Now, if ideas keep coming as you're going through the next step, that's fine. Let it go, all right? Keeping an eye on my time here. And then you want to go through the next step in the process, which is really going through and kind of critiquing the ideas. Now, you want to critique these ideas for three things. One is um, you want to see uh, how viable they are. Right? Is this something you can implement now? Or is this something you kind of have to implement over a medium term of time, over a long term of time? So kind of a short term, medium term, long term ranking. Okay, And then you could um, go along with cost. And is this going to cost me nothing? Is it going to be next to that? So like cheap, moderately expensive, or oh my god, I don't have the money for that. Right? Expensive. 
So now you can start looking at your ideas and say, well, this is a great idea, but it's going to take a really long time, and but it is really cheap. Or this is an okay idea, it, it's, we can implement it like in a week, and it costs next to nothing. Well, and then you can then start stat building yourself a plan to say, well, we, we there's a short-term fix right there, which is like, Easy, we could put that in tomorrow and it doesn't cost us a dime. And then there's a medium term one in there that's going to take us a little longer to implement and it's still relatively inexpensive, which will get us even closer. But that really great idea, it's going to take us a little while longer to put in place and it's going to cost us a little bit of money in the process. But these other two ideas kind of lead up to it. You can start building yourself a plan to get you from where you are to where you want to be in the long term. So you can hone your ideas and hone your, your list and really create yourself a working plan just out of your brainstorming session. And this works all the way down to uh, solopreneur, personal life, uh, relationships. Hey, I'm trying to get this date with that, with that lovely lady that I met uh, at work. Um, and start brainstorming ideas. Uh, well, what kind of things does she like? Which like this, like this, like this. Um, what kind of things? What she, do you think she'd like to go to? It's like this, like this, this. And just start, you know, following the path, brainstorming. Trust me, I've done these things. Um, I just don't go whimsical on this. You know, I see a lady that I have a long-term uh, infatuation for. And this is, of course, not now. I mean, I don't do that now. I mean, back in my dog days, when I was chasing ladies all over Southern California. Anyway, um, I would sit at night and, and you know, almost brainstorm uh, the situation, role play it out. She would say this to this, I would say that, and she would say this, I would say that. So that when I finally was in front of the beautiful woman, I was less likely to, <coughs> to choke, right? <laughs> and I was usually the guy who was more willing to go up and approach the most beautiful woman in the room and and was able to land and, and date and eventually marry what at that time was one of the most beautiful women in the room when I met her. So, anyway, try these out. These really, really work. I'm glad to be back. Hopefully this booger doesn't pop back up. I'll keep sniffing it away. Hopefully it'll, it'll stay away. And in the meantime, think successfully. Take action. Talk to you tomorrow.